God is good. Please, shall we resume our seat? We are grateful to God for the gift of life. And we thank God for this awesome theme. What is the theme of the month? The name of Jesus. Church, again, what is the theme of the month? The name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name. See, the Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Not the Lord. The name. <laughs> so we are casting demons not even in Jesus, in his name. <laughs> he shouldn't be around. His name is more than enough. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. <laughs> so, you carry the mark of Jesus, and that is his name. Every spiritual being, every demonic eye, knows that every child of God carries on him or herself the name Jesus. Amen. So we are not even treating Jesus. We are talking of his name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. Not the Lord himself. His name is a strong tower. The righteous in the Old Testament, they run to that name. Running to a place means that you don't live there. So you run to the, to the place. And when you run to the place, you are secured. But in the New Testament now, it is still the name of the Lord. It's a strong tower. But this time around, the righteous will not have to run. Because the righteous is situated. <laughs> he lives there. That is his warning address. <laughs> he lives there. So the righteous don't have to run. <laughs> the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous live in it. And he is forever saved. Say, I hear, I hear. So what is a name? What is a name? We started these teachings about two Fridays ago with Overseer John. And he spoke also last Sunday awesome message. We pick it up with the preacher digest on Wednesday and the last Friday on Nelson Mandela's Park. God blessed us as he always does. And today we are continuing. You can never exhaust the name of Jesus. No. You can't, you can't have enough of it. So What is a name? A name is a word or combination of words that identifies a person, a place, or a thing. A name is a word. So somebody is called Johan, a word. Or somebody is called Rene Belmaman's combination. So a name is a word or words 
that uniquely identifies a person, a place, or a thing. And we said that the word name, N-A-M-E, is translated from the Greek word O-N-O-M-A, Onoma, which simply means a person's name or a person's authority, ability, position, character, function, and identity. So each person responds to a name, and we respond to the right name. When a name is mentioned and it's not your name, you don't respond to it. So the child of God does not respond to sin. The child of God does not respond to sicknesses and diseases. The child of God, most importantly, we don't respond to death because death is not our name. <laughs> the child of God responds to holiness, righteousness of God in Christ. The child of God responds to life, responds to healing, health, prosperity, sound mind, good health. The future is bright. That is what we respond to. Does it mean that sickness will not knock at our door? He will. But when he calls at, we don't respond. <laughs> you didn't understand that. Because you respond to a name. So names are very important. Growing up in Africa, there was one man we lived with. I think he had a relationship with a lady. The lady sells rice. And then he will call me and say that, go and buy rice for me. But he will not give me money. He says, if you go, mention my name. <laughs> mention my name. And I will go there. <laughs> I will go there. Unfortunately, he, he sent the wrong guy. Because I was so shy. And here was this lady selling rice. You know, those of you who are born in Europe, we don't know that in, in Africa you can cook rice and then you are just <laughs> selling it like that. It's no restaurant. It's just by the roadside. <laughs> <laughs> And I will go there, and I look at the crowd that has surrounded this lady. <laughs> A very shy young guy. I'll come back to him and say that. <laughs> the queue was so long, I couldn't get to the, to the lady. So are you sure, Daniel? <laughs> so my mother called me and said that if you want to send somebody, not this one. Him, going to stand in the queue is even first problem for him. Talk less of having no money. Just going to mention your name. <laughs> so the man didn't send me again. But name is power. Name. Bible says a good name is better than riches. That is why you should, as a person... Make sure your name is not dirtied. Are we together? Please. You are a child of God. 
And aside the name of Jesus, you also have your name. Make sure your name is not dirtied. Make sure when your name is sent, you don't have to be there personally. Things are happening for you. So it is very important you get to know of names, the importance of it. So we said that, and we said that God has given the honor, the, the responsibility of naming names to man. So in Genesis chapter 1, chapter 2, Verse 19. Can we quickly read there? Genesis chapter 2, verse 19. I read in Jesus' name. Out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he, could, what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. Amen. So God, God bless you. God made it. Last Friday we explained that. God made everything. And God loves relationship. He loves partnership. He is the God of relation. And he brought everything into Minier Adam. And said, by the way, the name of Adam means the face of blood. So he brought it to him and said, I have made it. You name it. Whatever you call it, that is what its name will be. And Adam named everything that God has made. And as he named it, so it is today. That is why we name things. When you establish your company, you go and register it. They ask you, what is the name of the company? You name it. When a child, you are blessed with a baby, you give the name, not God. <laughs> Not God. It is man, men, human beings who have that responsibility to give a responsible names to things, places, and even human beings. So God granted us that honor. And we explained that God made it, we name it. So he has bought healing for us. We name the healing. He has bought righteousness for us. We name it. He has bought prosperity for us. He was rich, but by his grace, he became poor. That through his poverty, I might be rich. So riches is in you, but you have to name it. Amen. You have to call it. Healing is yours. By his stripes, we are healed. So healing has been purchased for you, but you have to call it. Amen. You don't move but what you feel, you move by the word of God. So we have seen the meaning of name. What is the meaning of Jesus? Jesus simply means Jehovah saves or Jehovah is salvation. Jehovah saves. Let's all want to go. Jehovah saves or Jehovah is salvation. That is the meaning of our Lord Jesus. Jehovah saves Jehovah is salvation. Was the name Jesus peculiar to the Lord Jesus? No. Way before he was born, 
in the land of Israel, they were giving birth to children and they called them Jesus. In Hebrew, the Hebrew version of Jesus is Joshua. Let's all say Joshua. So there is no difference between Joshua and Jesus. It's the same name. It's like the Dutch calling Johan and the English calling John. It's the same. Okay? So that is why you don't have to say Saul. He be, when he, he, he got converted, he was called Paul. Saul and Paul is the same name. Saul, the Hebrew version. Paul, the Greek version. It has nothing to do with his conversion. <laughs> it's the same name. If you go to Ghana, they have Kofi, and then they have Fifi. It's the same name. <laughs> Friday bones. So, Jesus, the Hebrew name is Joshua, and they pronounce it Yehoshua. It means Jehovah saves. Jehovah is salvation. Jehovah saves. Jehovah is salvation. Three ways men get their names. Three ways. One, by birth. Two, by conquest. Three, by bestowal. Bestowal, that means that it, it has been conferred on you. A title has been given to you. So, by birth, by conquest, and then by bestowal. In the gospel... Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Jesus, God, became a man. The word became flesh. So, Jesus is the God incarnate. Jesus was in the womb of Mary. So, he was begotten of Mary. In the womb of Mary. So, Mary gave birth to Jesus. In the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Who is Jesus? Jesus is God. Jesus is not God's errand boy. Jesus is not a messenger. Jesus is God who, by, because of love, took, emptied himself of his divinity. He put aside of his godliness and changed shape. The word became flesh, dwelt among us. So God, in a human form, for the first time, men were seeing God face to face on earth. Jesus sucking the breast of his mother. That is what we call humility, personified. He humbled himself. So, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, these four books are very critical for our faith. If you do not believe that God became a man, you can't be saved. <coughs> Hello? If you don't believe that God became a man. So, when you say that, I believe that Jesus is Lord and he died for my sins. And he resurrected for my salvation. What you are saying is that I believe that Jesus is God. Who for the love of me became a man. And died, buried and resurrected. So these four books, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Every book in the Bible is so important. 
Yet these four books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, is where our faith is. Where God became a man. Because you cannot kill God. God cannot die. But God needs somebody to die for the sake of humanity. And nobody qualified. We didn't have the capacity, the ability, the wherewithal to suffer that thing. So God, in his wisdom, so Abraham called him Jehovah Jireh, God our provider. So even before Adam was created, he had made provision. <laughs> he had made provision because he knew Adam would mess up. So before Adam would mess up, Jesus had already been crucified. So Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide himself a lamb. He will provide himself a lamb. So in John 1, 29, the Bible says, when John the Baptist saw Jesus coming, he says that this is the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Abraham said that Isaac... God will provide himself a lamb. The lamb. So they had waited for the lamb until one day the lamb was walking on earth and John the Baptist saw him and said that this is the lamb of God who takes away. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, very critical for our faith. If you do not believe that Jesus was God who became a man, you can't be saved. He is God. And for the sake of me and you, he became a man. And because he became a man, he needed a name. So they gave him a name, Jesus. So Jesus is the name of a man, not God. But who is this man? God in the form of man. <laughs> God in the form of a man. God. Say God. In a human form. So for you to be on earth, that is why when you read the Old Testament, when angels are on earth, they want to live quickly. Because you can't stay long on earth. For you to stay long on earth, a woman will have to give birth to you. <laughs> so when they come for assignment, they don't want to delay. If you delay them, because they will turn into something else. <laughs> so for God to come on earth and to save us, this is where the humility lies. God decided to humble himself, the creator in the womb of creation. Because if you don't go to the womb of a woman, you don't have legality to stay here. For you to have the legal papers to stay on earth, a woman will have to give birth to you for nine months. You should be there. So he sent angel to Mary and said that, please, I am coming. To your womb. Mary believed. So Jesus. Mary gave birth to him. And we are saying that names. Are gotten freeways by birth. By conquest. And. By bestowal. And we are looking at. God has given him the name. So we want to look at. What is that name? God has given him the name. Jesus is already Jesus. But God has given him the name. Let's quickly read if, uh, Philippians 2, 9 and 11. 
Philippians 2, 9 and 11. I read in Jesus' name. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. 11. And it's, that, it's okay. Amen. God bless you. So God has given him the name which is above every name. What is that name that God has given to Jesus? Because before he died, he was Jesus. After his death, Jesus. So what is that name? That now, when you mention in the name of Jesus, demons are fleeing. That is what we want to journey into it. So, by Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, begotten of a woman. We want to look at his birth in the epistles. That is from the book of Acts to Revelation. How, did the, how does the Bible say that Jesus was born? Where was he born from? So we want to look at it. Are you ready? Yes. Good. Revelation chapter 1 verse 5. Revelation chapter 1 verse 5. I read in Jesus' name. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Amen. Amen. Repeat that. Please. Only the five. Yes, please. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead. The firstborn from the dead. In the gospel, Mary gave birth to him as the incarnate God in a human form. If you go to the epistles, you don't see Mary giving birth to Jesus. We are talking of Jesus, the firstborn from the dead. So where was he born from? Where? In which womb? From the dead. <laughs> in the epistle. So the Jesus in the gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, it's not the same Jesus in the epistles. Something has changed. The office has changed. <laughs> he used to be, listen carefully, he used to be Elder John Ango. We all know that. All of a sudden, by 18th September, hands are laid on him. <laughs> the same person. He is still called John Ango, but from the 18th of September, his office, his office has changed. Previously, as Elder John Ango, he couldn't baptize. But by 27th of August, he doesn't need to call anybody. He dips you into water. The same person, but the office has shifted. So the Jesus you see walking on water, the Jesus who multiplied five loaves of bread, it's not the same Jesus you are seeing in the epistles. Because there is something he had to do. He did all the miracles. Listen carefully. He did every miracle in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But there was one miracle that he couldn't do. As Jesus born from the womb of Mary, he couldn't do that miracle. What was that miracle? Being born again. For a man to be born again, Jesus will have to die. He has to be born from the womb of death. From the womb of death. Are we together? <laughs> Let's look at Colossians. <laughs> oh, say a big amen. 
Colossians chapter 1, 15 to 21. But anywhere we, we hear born from the dead, then we stop. Colossians 1, 15 to 21. I read in Jesus' name. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. The firstborn. So Jesus is the firstborn from the dead. I want to explain that. When we say Jesus is born from, Jesus is our brother. Okay, he is our brother. It means that you shared a common womb with Jesus. For John to call Nana as his brother means that they shared either a common seed or a common womb. They were in the womb of the same mother. So for Jesus to call us, you and me, as his brethren means that we were born from the same womb. Where was our position? We were dead spiritually. That is our position. So everyone who has not accepted Jesus as Lord and personal Savior is spiritually dead. That was where we were. We were dead people. We were working, but we were dead. We were driving, dead. Piloting, dead. A captain of a ship, dead. You could be a president, a king, a queen. If you do not know Jesus, you are dead. Dead. So we shed the same womb. So what did he do? He joined us because of love. He joined us in the womb of dead. <laughs> he died. Say he died. He died. <laughs> he died. So a man called Jesus died. A man was buried. A man went to hell, not God. Because hell does not have the capacity to accommodate God. <laughs> that is why when they came to arrest him, he asked them, who are you looking for? He says, we are looking for Jesus. He said, I am. The mention of I am, all of them fell down. So, <laughs> he needed to empty his God position somewhere so that human beings could arrest him. He became so ordinary for your sake. Went to the cross. He cried on the cross as a man. He was buried as a man, not God. And he went to death where we were. That was our position. We were dead and we were all heading to hell. He came there for three days. On earth, it is three days. But you know, anytime a person steps into death, time ceases. Time can only be calculated on earth or within the planet. But when a person goes into the deep of the earth, call hell, no time. You enter into eternity straight away because it is a timeless zone 
So on earth, Jesus died three days and night. But in hell, it was eternity. So his sacrifice was eternal sacrifice. He suffered eternally. That is why when you believe him, you don't have to pay for the sins. Because God is the just God. God does not record sins twice. God does not punish sins twice. God punishes sins once. And God, how does he punish it? God punishes sin on himself. How? In the person of Jesus. That is love. We are treating the name Jesus, but we are looking at love. Because love will explain the power in the name. So he went there. Not three days and night. Three days is for our but it is eternity. Hello? It is eternity. And then, on the third day, the devil thought that it is finished. On the third day, a man died, buried. On the third day, a man rose from the dead. Not God. A man. A man defeated death. No, a man. A man. So we want to look at his office. By birth, he was born from the womb of, of death. So three ways we name children or people by birth. Hebrews chapter 1, 1 to 3. Bible says Jesus has inherited a name far better, superior to angels. Angels. That is why as a child of God, you shouldn't be saying angel, 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 angel. They are your servants. They serve you. Angels are at your feet. Angels, although they are invisible, the fact that they are invisible doesn't mean they are superior to you. No. They serve you. They are servants. As at now, they are here. Wherever you are, they are there. They are serving you. You don't see them, no worries. Can't problem, but they are there. <laughs> so, he died. And resurrected. We want to look at God has given him the name. It is by birth. It is by conquest. Matthew chapter 28. No please. I think 18... Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. I read it. 18 going. Mm -hmm. Yes, please. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Amen. So, all authority. This was the first time Jesus is making that statement. After his death. After he was born from death. After he had defeated death. For death could not hold him captive. Him who? A man. Not God. God. A man. God in a human form. The God man. We are the man God. He is the God man. He went there. 
defeated death, when he resurrected, he looked into the face of his disciples and said that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. You don't give power to God. Power belongs to God. So when Jesus said that all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth, he was speaking as who? A man. God does not need power. <laughs> all authority, all power in heaven and on earth has been given to me. That is his office now. That is the name. God has given him the name. What is that name? All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And look at that. Therefore, go. Therefore, go. Because, listen, Christianity is identification. We identify with him. Who he is, we are. What he has done, we have done. He died, it was my death. He resurrected, I resurrected. He is in heaven, I am in heaven. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. <laughs> Not God. God doesn't need power. <laughs> power belongs to God. So God won't say that power has been given to him. He was speaking as a man on behalf of humanity. Therefore, you go. So, when he had conquered, all authority has been given to him. Let's see how Paul will pick this Matthew chapter 28 verse 18 and explain it in the Philippians for us. Philippians chapter 2, 5 to 11. And I read in Jesus' name. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant, and coming in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as, as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Amen. Therefore, therefore means that based on what has happened. Mm? He was God. He did not consider it anything to be grasped with, but he emptied himself, took the form of a servant, humbled himself. We saw him as a man, though God. God, but man. <laughs> he walked on sea. <laughs> he healed the sick. He went to the tomb of Lazarus, God bless you, and said, Lazarus, come out. But all that was not enough. So I made a statement that in the gospel, he couldn't get anybody born again. Maybe you will ask, so what about all the people who believed in him? It is something we call post-dated check. If you have worked in banks before, in Europe, they don't use checks. So you can buy a thing, 
and you give a check to Edda Beckhouse. You are to pay. You've given him a check. Today is 14th of August, but the check will mature on the 31st of August. So from 31st of August, he has to go to the bank and cash the check and redraw the money. He has the check. But if he goes to the bank now, there is no money in the account. He can't withdraw it. They will send him back. Is the check valid? Yes, it's valid. But the check is not matured. So whoever believes in Jesus, in the gospel, and even from Genesis, Abel, last Wednesday, preachers that just retreated the faith. So all of them were looking to the day that they can go to the bank and cash in their, 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 their money, which is salvation. So all of them had to wait for us. <laughs> all of them. They had to wait until Jesus dies, buries, and resurrects before they go and receive their salvation. Daniel, Elijah, Elisha, Isaiah, Moses. All of them will have to wait. All of them. In the gospel, anybody who believes in Jesus will have to wait. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. He speaks as though eternal life was available. It was possible but not available. Eternal life was possible but not available. Because eternal life will only be available after his resurrection. So all of them, he gave you post-dated check. Post-dated check. So after his resurrection, that is why when he dies, he went there, took Abraham. So in the Bible now, there's nothing like Abraham bosom. Jesus collapsed it. He collapsed it. Those there were people who were looking for Jesus, waiting for him. They were the saints in the Old Testament without salvation. But they had believed and they had their post-dated check. So he showed himself to them, I am the one you were looking for. I am here. I have come to take you from here. We are moving. So now, when a child of God dies, he sleeps. He doesn't go to the bosom of Abraham. There is nothing like the bosom of Abraham. By his death and resurrection, he has changed our destiny. So when he resurrected, God, because he has defeated death, God has given him office. When we say in the name of Jesus, it is office. It is his accomplishment. And when you understand and have that revelation, you don't even have to mention the name. By you walking around, knowing who you are, by your presence, demons tremble at your presence. Where is the presence of God now? In you. So demons trembles at you, your presence. So by the sheer presence of you, demons tremble. So he has been given the name. What is the name? The office. What is the office? His accomplishment. What is his accomplishment? His death, barrier, resurrection, ascension. Lastly, a lot of Christians, they think that Jesus is the stepping stone to heaven. So heaven 
is the highest form. No, in Christ you have arrived. Jesus is higher than heaven. Let's read Ephesians chapter 4 verse 10. Then we end it. Are you blessed? Yes. <laughs> I read in Jesus' name. He who descended is also the one who ascended. For above all the heavens, far above all the heavens, mm. that he might fill all things. Amen. Amen. He ascended above all the heavens. So Jesus is the final authority. <laughs> because all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him. And for your information, heaven is in a person. His name is Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 has said that he has blessed us with all the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. So heaven is contained in a man. We are in the man. So when you are in him, you are in heaven. He is in you. Heaven is in you. You don't die before you go to heaven. Heaven is your first beginning as a child of God. This afternoon, somebody is going to begin his proper life with heaven in him. Shall we be on our feet?